Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna J. White, and you are on Wounded to Wonderful Talk Radio. I am your host, your... Listen to me. Now I'm, I'm screwing up. You see I'm screwing up? I gotta end it. <laughs> oh, goodness. I am screwing up. <laughs> and I just said it to you guys. But anyway, we're going to keep going. I am your host, Edna J. White. I'm your life purpose coach. And today... You are at the destination to have real life talk with real things that we experience in real life. And we are going to be empowered by the experts we talk to today. So today our guests are experts, business relationship, I don't want to say our coach, I'm going to call her our coach, Melinda Roth Epstein. And then we have our poet, Lizelle Powder. Today we're going to be talking about relationship values and how to know when to move on. That's the really great thing, how to know when to move on. And that includes family, friends, and romantic relationships. So I am going to hand it over to our experts today to introduce themselves, starting with Melinda. Can you start? Sure. Hello. Uh, My name is Melinda Roth Epstein, and... Uh, I work with mostly businesses, but it works for personal relationships as well. And I help them nurture those relationships that they have and the ones that they want to have. Um, so that's basically me in a nutshell. It's yeah, in a nutshell, you are in yeah. A that's a big nutshell, though. You got it. You know, it's bigger than a walnut. Bigger than a walnut. Lizelle. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lizelle Powell. I'm a poet. An artist, an author, and basically, I I work at SUNY Westbury School. I'm a staff assistant there. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, as you know, they're experts. Um, Lizelle didn't tell you, but she's just been featured in a magazine um, on the cover with a red dress on, thinking that well, you know, she looks really good. I'm really proud of her. Um, she had a lot of obstacles, as most of us do, but she pressed on and she kind of did it. And wink, wink, she is my client, and I do fuss at her. She will tell you. <laughs> I'm a hard taskmaster, and um, she's done great. And Melinda, I met her on um, hmm, some amazing networking event that uh, had a chef there, and it kind of caught on fire, but before it caught on fire and we had to leave out of the room we kind of yeah (laughs) we kind of connected and we were cracking up laughing like we knew each other forever so thus the relationship sparked and we took off and we kind of hung out together and that's where we are right now but we want to get started on talking about relationships um the relationship values between families between friends and between romantic partners Let's talk about the values, um, Linda. Can you tell me something that you look forward to in a relationship in in value? Well, you know, I've been doing, I've been probably spending the past year kind of working on me. Right. So um, probably one of the the best things that I could say would be, and it it works in business and in, in personal life, is to be, the best version of me or you that you can be. So that's a value. That's important. I've learned um, through my 64 years of of living, almost (laughs) 65, um, that I have to to take care of me. Sometimes that doesn't always look good. Sometimes it's not the easy path. Right. Um, And it took me a long time to get there. Right. But uh, it's so important. Because if this is not good, I can't help anybody else nope. in any way, shape, or form. Nope. My children, my friends, my family, my coworkers, my clients, I, I can't do it. It's true. So uh, that's a value that's important to me. And anyone or anything that would compromise that uh, hit the road is going to be like a red flag for me. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> red flag. And, yes. And, you know, yeah, you have to always kind of be in tune to that because somebody, somebody that can be good for you at one point in your life may not be later. Yeah. Any, again, 
you know, I relate this to business too, even a business relationship. There are times when you need to say, you know what, this is, I can't help you anymore. You, Thank you know, you. it's very time. Good. It's very good. Yeah, I think that you're right. I know that you're right. Um, I always say, be the person that you want to draw to you. You know, so you could be, you got to be the romantic partner that you're looking for. If you're not, forget it. You're, you're not going to find that person. You're going to find somebody who's not ready, you know. And you're, because you're not ready. Because I know for me, when I was looking for a romantic partner, everybody was emotionally unavailable. And I kept saying, why am I doing that? Because I was emotionally unavailable. I really was. And so I had to... When you were putting out, right? Right. What when I'm putting out, I'm drawing. So I'm like, you know, you know, like, I like this guy. He's cool. He's great. He's, he's... And I was like, wait a minute. He's me. You know, I was like, what? He's me. And I had to step back, stop dating, and kind of get that right. Get that all organized, you know. Um, because it was really me, you know, pulling all these things, these crazy things. Lizelle, what do you think? Or what do you know? Because you're an expert. What do you know? Expert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, life is expert. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Well, how to put it? Um, I will kind of go back to where I was much younger. Mm -hmm. I is wanted to be in love and wanted someone to love me. Right. So... Anybody come along and say they love me, you know, and I find the cute, I say, why not? <laughs> Give it a shot, you know? There you go. <laughs> so, and when it, it kind of escalated into problems and situations, and I was in emotional turmoil, and, you know, I said, okay, instead of letting myself stop, I kept going. Right. Look for something, looking for that love, that void, because mm -hmm. I didn't really have it when I was growing up. Right. It's filled with a lot of hurts and pains and abuse and, you know, so you, you're looking for something to make you feel good, make you feel wanted. It's true. And uh, I, I, it, it went on like that for years for me in my younger years. And I, I just kept going and going, thinking that I would find, thinking that I would meet, thinking that I would want this person because I went in with the problems, I went in with the sadness, I went in with all these troubles. And that's how it, it, it you know, um, mm -hmm. even my two marriages, I'm divorced, both of them ended up in divorce because I was, you know, I think I pushed myself to that point of still wanting that love and I, I wasn't getting it. So now that I am been single for over three years and not dating or anything. Not even stop looking really, you know. Um, I'm taking time to develop me, more of me. To, because I, I don't want to go into another relationship with baggages, with problems, with sadness, with fear and all this thing. When I go in to meet this Mr. Right, he have to be on the spot, you know. <laughs> he has to be hot. He has to be ready. Girl, you know that's right, okay? You know, I say that about myself. I say that, you know, and I have been saying that for years, that they have to take care of themselves like I take care of myself. Um, you know, have to, you know, care about things, care about people, care about animals, um, care, just have, like, some values coming in. And, you know, it's important to have that meeting of the minds because I remember going on a date. Let me tell the story. Don't don't kill me, guys. Um, I remember going on a date, meeting this guy, and he was my he was like a little bit older than me, and so of course I go and I you know I like to dress comfortable. I don't look bad. I look good, and I and I don't wear heels. I'm not wearing no heels, so don't even get it your head. Uh -uh. So I go in and and, and I'm dressed really. He's like, oh, he looks nice, and I look at him. He's I'm not kidding you. He looked like my grandson. Um, he had the backwards hat on, the jersey, and like the slouching pants and the sneakers. And I'm going, this is not going to work. This is just my, this is how my face, again, I give you the face of the eyes. Here you go, this is not going to work. And so, you know, we didn't even get to the table. 
Okay, we didn't even get the table. I'm, not, I'm, I'm already... I know it's not going to work. I just know it. Yeah. Okay, you know, so... I sit at the table and talking to him. And so he says the proverbial thing. Oh, you feel... You're so well-rounded. And he says, listen to this word. Well, what do you need me for? And when he said that, I was like... <laughs> Wrong question. <laughs> because I already decided that when I first saw you. It was no a no-go. Okay. I, I played it through. We said goodbye, you know, and everything. I go. He says, oh, um, where's your car? And I said, oh, it's around. You know, we walked around. And so, um, as we walk around, he said, oh, there's my car. It was in 1964. Four Cadillac with gigantic rims. I said, I'm dating my son. And I'm like, uh-uh. You know, I mean, the rims weren't like, you know, if you, it was a classic, it's a different story, but I'm talking about the rims. The car was way up, and, and I'm going, I just don't want him to get in the car and turn the music on because I'm going to be totally embarrassed. But you know, you know, we're talking about knowing. You know. That, that doesn't fit in your, in, my, in the category. And another date I had, the guy ordered water. And I'm, you know, I'm going, for, I'm going for the gusto. I'm ordering my drink. You know, get me some spinach. You know, get me all of this stuff. I've got like plates in front of me. And I said, what are you ordering? He said, oh, I think I'm going to have a soda. And I'm like, okay, this is not going to work either. I know I'm going to pay for this. Cause, and I said, listen, you can't sit in front of me and do this. What kind of drink do you want? I'll order it. You know, I'll pay for it. And I'm sitting there just a munching, and I know this man is hungry because he just came from work, and I'm going. So you already know the cheap, being cheap, and, you know, they're out there. They're, you can't be frugal, right? Right, Melinda? You can be frugal. You can be frugal. Absolutely. You know, and but this is a date. A date. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not doing McDonald's, Burger King's, Applebee's, none of those. No, you take them to a real restaurant. No, that's that's a date. Exactly. You know, right? Is it is it a date, Melinda? I mean, come on, tell me I, if I'm you wrong. Know, I'm so out of that part. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I sound simple, but I, yeah. Melinda, I'm not, I'm not taking I'm not taking Applebee's. That's a well, franchise. Turn that hat around. Yeah, I'm no. <laughs> take it off. Take it off. And the jersey. We only do that, and when we when we're watching baseball, basketball, football, we only dress up like that. Not on a date, no. You know, so those values right there tells me no, we're not on the same page. Um, you know, pinpointing. Let's talk about like pinpointing like the things that you know right from the jump with friends, even with family. You know, with yourself, and we talked about ourselves, which is important. That's number one. Number one is be the best friend that you can to yourself first. If you don't love yourself, you don't don't even think about it. That's number one. Don't even think about it. And Melinda made a great point: is you got to be your number one friend. I mean, you got to take care of yourself, heal yourself, make yourself the the person that you're looking for. Got to be the person that you you are. Um, and then now let's talk about the values, the, the importance of the values. That, you're not the values, the, um, I'm sorry, the, the knowing when it's time to go, when it's time, when it's time. So, you know, okay, this ain't real right. You know, let's talk about that. Lizelle, what do you have to say about that? Let's, what were some of the, the, the things that you saw that you knew in your heart of hearts that, uh-uh? Um, <laughs> I can see by the smile you were ready to go. Sometimes you know things as a no-no, but you still, you know, that's, I mean, how to put it, my dating really was in my younger years, I must say, because after the divorce came through with my second husband, I haven't dated, I, I must be rusty, because I don't even have no problem, but, um, I saw the red flags and I still pursue. I saw the pain, I saw the heartache, I, and I just didn't want to give up on the relationship with my boy, in the, my with my boyfriends. You know, I didn't. I saw the red flags. I saw the mommy's boy. I saw. I Ooh, that's a good one, mama's boys. Ooh, very good. Yeah. So, um, like, 
at one point in time, one of the guys, he was married, and he said, no, my wife, is, she is not here. She, we, she is separated. She's living somewhere else. And I said, okay, and I went in, only to know, waiting for him, he didn't show up, come with some sad excuse, and only to hear that he's still together with his wife. Yeah. You know, and I was in my 20s at the time because, like I said, I was like rolling. I was, you know, as one relationship, that I, I wasn't thinking to take care of Lisa. I wasn't right. thinking of taking care of the needs of Lisa. All yeah. Lisa wants to be loved. Yeah. So, for the yeah. things I saw, and then um, even when we have to go out, it's well, there is a Savannah in Trinidad where. You go around this. You you you. It's like a lighted spot. You get doubles. You get all the different delicacies, and that right. was one of the spots. One of them wanted to take me to a doubles. Pallori, hello. We had to go to a nice restaurant and eat. I <laughs> the doubles. You buy 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 two and get for one, right? No 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 no. We want to eat. really well for i know for me yeah it, took a long it was time. like repeated hurts repeated oh, yeah. hurts repeated, oh yeah repeated, you know so but now i'm much mature yeah <laughs> i think i think what we all experienced and you can tell me if i'm wrong all of us experienced the fact that um we saw the potential in them instead of seeing what they were at the moment you know we saw yeah. oh we could we can make them better because we're we're, we're, yeah. we're real you know we're, we're the thing we can make them better. You know, we the virtuous women. We can make them better. No, no, they exactly. would now. Mm -mm. Yes. You know. What as do you think? Women, uh, also, as women, we also, you know, we you have children. So you yeah. Know, you know. Yes, Melinda. Right? Yes. What are we doing? We're taking care of everybody else. Yes. Exactly. So exactly. You know, House, the, 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 what's for dinner? Everybody watching. Yes, Melinda, that's right? perfect. That's energy. perfect. Right, all your energy, everything goes to that. To the yeah. that's right. And the sacrifice of, of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, the relationship on this, you know, the relationship part of it with your partner or whatever is. Um, when I was listening to you, I was thinking, you know, you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Girl, you know what I mean? like trying to. You know, make something work that's not working. Yeah. So, and and but we do it. We keep doing it because we know that we have our children to take care of, or right. you know, a family member, whatever it is. And and it's a difficult, a difficult thing to kind of break out of and mm -hmm. and seek that and know what to do with it. Exactly. I think we do we we do do that because we're nurturers, and being a nurturer yourself, you think you know, I can nurture this person to their best, I guess, best person. And really, you can't. You know, you really have to say, you know, this is, he's, he is, or she is their own person, period. That's it. You know, and you got to take it for what it is. I know Oprah said, when they show you who you re they really are, believe them. We didn't believe them because we were just a hurt child, just rolling along. A hurt child. That's really what. That's really what we were. We were hurt. Our inner child was so hurt. Even though we were twenty, we were ten still trying to get that love. We really were. Yes. We were ten. You know, whatever time that we were traumatized, we were trying to get that love. We were just okay. The next one. The next one. The next one. The next one. You know, for me, I was the one that froze everything. I like you know. I ain't talking to him because you know I got the syndrome. I could do this all by myself. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> It was a lie. It was, you know, you can't, you know, you want someone to love you. That, that was just my mechanism to, you know, yours, Lizelle was like, kind of like just one comes. Okay. He's gone. Okay. Get another one, you know, like that. And then, and then, or just like, kind of like 
go with the flow until it goes out. You know, like keep going and like you know this is like not gonna happen. And and you know it, it it's gonna come to an end. My you know my situation was like uh, I'm a strong independent woman. Liar! I was a liar. A liar. I am strong and independent, but I wanted a man. Okay, I wanted a man. So don't get confused. Don't get confused. I was, you know, I was, I was lying to myself and using that as the face of why I was single and why I didn't, you know, do the work to get myself together. So you know, moving on, I knew that. I was the one not moving on. I was the one not fixing myself, you know, for me. It was, you know, it was me. It really was me. Um, also, like, you know, um, Melinda, um, have you ever experienced or, or had, a, like, anyone that you've ever spoken to that had, like, um, just aspirations on, I know that he can be great, you know, I know she can be great, you know, like that. I know. I just, I could see it in them, you know. Have you ever had that? Yeah, look, at her. look at her. She's like, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I it sounds so like sappy, but I, I, I really think there's great in almost everybody. Absolutely, you know, I mean, it is. Has, I hate to sound so, you know, cliche, but everybody's got potential. Sure. You know, I think that tough thing is when you see it in someone, mm -hmm. and it could be again, could be your partner, it could be your child, it could be your friend. You see it in them, and they don't see it. And you, right. you just want to like pull know, it out of them. them and say, but don't, you know, you've got these abilities, you've got this talent, you've got this gift, you know, share it with everybody. Yeah. And they just, you know, shut themselves down. So, yeah, yeah I definitely think I've seen it in, in people that, you know, are near and dear to me. And sure, it, it's a tough, it's hard. It's really hard, Melinda. Watch. It's really, yeah. it's really hard. But just like when we were we're growing and we didn't know that we want to get to the point that we loved ourselves, we don't know their time frame. So, you know, we see the potential, but we don't know their time frame. And I had to get that in my head and to say, I don't know the time frame when they're going to be that great person. And am I going to be sitting here waiting for that? It could be centuries. It took me centuries to find myself. So could you imagine? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, don't think so. You know, um, hard, right? It's hard. It's really hard to say that. You know, and now that we're older and you know, and, and I'm excuse me, mature, because we're lining up our 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 chakras the right way, and our inner child is growing up. So we're mature in the spirit and all that. Now that we're there, I think that what we expected was to get that. You know, we had all this baggage packed, like, you know, how we go to counseling and we want to unpack this baggage and stuff like that. We have this baggage still packed and we have these ideals like, okay, I know for me, I would sit there and say, listen, I had a bad relationship with, with Joe Schmo and he did da, 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 and you better not do it. I started putting on limitations early. Bring it with you. Yeah. So I had that on already. Like, I'm ready. Like, you know, you better not even try it. And I set the limitation, and guess what I did? I made, made an error. And I kind of either pushed the person away or let them know, oh, well, she's a little bit crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I right? I, come on. I can't be the only one that's done, that's done that. Come on. Lizelle, have you done that? Have you said things like that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Because we've all, we've all kind of like, you know, you know, started revealing things early. Listen, on a second date, like, on a second date, really, like, okay, listen. You know, we started, and, 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 and we forget, and, you know, we weren't trained. Maybe we weren't told or discussed about dating. We weren't told about how what dating was. And we got one minute on our audio, on our video. So we want to make sure that you all continue to listen to us on Anchor. Um, we are going to continue this conversation on Anchor. So, my goodness. Um, 
My guests have left because this is, we were talking so long about this whole conversation, and I really want to bring them back to kind of um, talk about these issues. And if I can get them back, I will. Um, and um, we can continue this conversation. Give us a minute. And I will have them in the meeting room right in a few seconds. Let's see. So we are back, um, and we're continuing this conversation about relationships, and we're talking about moving on. So um, we are on anchor, just so you know, um, so that our conversation continue. So Lizelle was about to tell us about her um, knowing some things, and what she was, you know, because I was kept saying that I, you know, I was putting it out there. We're talking about dating. No one has ever told us about the topic of dating and what it really meant. Um, and I think that's what's missing in society altogether because I know when I, someone paid attention to me, it was like we were already, we were together. And I didn't know that, that, that didn't mean that, you know, we were dating. And now, um, you know, we need to make that clear, you know, um, what was your perception of dating, um, Lizelle? Um, my perception was you meet someone, you go out, you talk about likes and dislikes. Um, How long was that? First day? <laughs> five minutes. Oh, wow. Five um, minutes, yes. It's like as soon as you... You're connected, like, ooh, we're dating. You know, and you, you have all the butterflies, and you you, you want to, you might even want to kiss on the first day. <laughs> Your heart racing. Yes. You understand? So, yeah, yeah, you didn't care yeah. where it led to. You just wanted to be with this person. You understand? Mm -hmm. All you study to look in the beautiful eyes, and <laughs> this is so, you know, you know, it, it, it floors me that I didn't, I'm, I'm in my 40s learning about dating. And it floored me. It really floored me. Um, I had to figure it out. And I know ladies, um, if I'm not mistaken, Melinda, because it was, it's different when you're dating and then there's a relationship, you know, um, the exclusive relationship is a difference exclusive relationship you with that person and no, he doesn't see anybody else and you don't see anybody else dating exactly. is you could see as many people as you want you have to let them know that you're you're sleeping with tom or whoever so they can be safe but you gotta you know you know we're dating we're just seeing each other to see if it works yes and that could be you know i don't know if that's a there's a timetable melinda maybe you can tell me more is there a timetable on that you're asking me. <laughs> I have not dated in probably 35 years. Oh. I would. I don't even know what dating is. Well, now. I think you have a more of an idea since 35 years ago. You probably have a an idea that dating takes time to get to know the person. Is that right? Oh, without a doubt. That, now, see, see, you, we need that. Funny, when you said before, you know, I don't, I don't need a man. I, you know, I'm by myself, so I bought a new printer, and I'm very not technological at all. But I'm great on the computer, but, you know, when it comes to hooking things up, and I, I sat here with this new printer, and I said, I can't understand these directions at all. I, I don't, they're pictures, they made no sense. I could not for the life of me figure it out. I'm a really intelligent person, and I, and I said, hmm, there's an 800 number here. I called the 800 number. They walked me through and got my printer set up because for five seconds I said to myself, mm -hmm. this is why I need someone in my life. Mm -hmm. Who can I call to come over and help me with this? And you know what? We did it. I did it by right. myself. But, you know, I'm, it's been a long time. I know things have changed. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I'm not 
looking for it yet, right, but right. I'm listening to you guys and I'm thinking about my kids who, you know, have, have dated and are dating mm-hmm. and whatever. And, um, just where my head's at right now. And yeah, the, you could have great eyes. <laughs> you couldn't have had to hook up my printer. Um, it's going to take a whole lot more for me to, you know, at this stage of my life to, to share my life with somebody. <laughs> I get it. You know, I get it. A whole lot. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. And I think it's a difference, like you said. Value. Yes, and I think you what you said to me said the difference between needing and see a lot of people. We were needy. That's a big difference than wanting somebody. That means that you were you were completely ready and you were in a place that you can kind of like accept that person and you don't need to be around them because like if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Lizelle, you know. We had to be around that person all the time. Like, where you at? Right, right? We had to call them, make sure they're around. Like, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to be with you. You know, we had to be around them. to You know, so that was a neediness that we had. We had to fill that void. That that, that void of not having that love or that attention. And, you know, that comes from neglect. That comes from not being nurtured. That comes from not having love that comes from abuse, it, you know, trauma, it comes from all of that. So we learn, we, you know, we, we, these, these, these things are in us and we, the next person is the victim pretty much is <laughs> our victim. And you know, <laughs> right. It's, it's really yes. our victim. And I found also with me, I was making people liars like I was really you know I was holding them to a standard that they couldn't they could not come up to you know I was making the person a liar and I was doing more damage to them which was not even fair you know I I will say I'm my 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 worst critic I I kind of like you know I delve in and I, I see myself for who I really am and I really held men to a standard. I didn't even know that I, you know, it was bad. Like, you know, you got to do this. You know, and I'm like, I can't even do that. You know, you know, I'm holding to standards. Taking you know, all the bad things of uh, like taking all the yes. relationships and put like, all right, you can't do this because this guy did this. You right. Can't do this. Yes. <laughs> yes. It had to be because it was like you know dating me was probably like a, um on one of those things you know when you're jumping over the hurdles it was one of those the thing it was one of those things it had to be and I'm going Lord you know I have to ask the men to forgive me like please you know I I know I you was bad but I was probably worse you know and then um ending the relationships and maybe Lizelle and Wendy can guys can chime in ending them. You know, um, I'm not one to kind of like walk away and because I really want to have a conversation. I guess that's the Scorpio. I mean, want to finalize everything, you know, I want to finalize everything, you know. So um, having a conversation about like what my part was, I really had to man up. You know, I, I'm not saying, you know, I wouldn't have I had abusive relations to a to a, a degree because I had grown adult children. They wasn't having that. So, um, but I had conversations and, um, you know, at the end of our relationships and I kind of owned a lot of my, my stuff. Is it a good idea to kind of have that conversation when you can? Uh Oh, we're in the space. (laughs) You know, I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing that that you did that because, you know, you work with people, you you know people who don't, right? Yeah. In in just everyday life, they don't own their stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the nice word? I was going to say something else. (laughs) That's um, okay, girl. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) You know, they don't own it. So you own it. And because at the end of the day, you could put your head down on your pillow that night. Yeah. You know, I, I did X, Y, and Z. You did A, B, and C, but all right, I'll give you this. I right. did X, Y, and, you know, 
I this is what I did, and this is you know I I think that's awesome. Right. I wish more people did that. Yeah. It took a lot, you know. It really took a lot for me to realize that, and also to come to the to the realization that um, I wasn't all I wasn't right. You know, there was there was stuff that I had that I knew that I was not right in, and I had to come back and if I didn't, I think I wouldn't be as far as I am, it not right now. If I didn't do it. And now not to say I'm going to have a whole great relationship with them. Let's get not get that twisted. I do not have conversations with them now. <laughs> I, I made my peace with that. I don't need them to be complete and like have a conversation with them. My children are adults. So I don't talk to their, you know, their dad did, you know, didn't do their part. Did, didn't do his part. And I told him so. And. You don't get blessed with my voice. You don't get to have, have a conversation with Edna. No, no, no. You didn't do your part with your children, and I had to, to handle that. You know what I mean? So I don't give that I have a conversation, own up to what I've done, but, and then you take yours, but when you don't take it and then want to call me, we're not, no, we're not, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no, no. You know, there's, there's some things you do, and there's some things you do not do. Um, especially with relationships, people shouldn't be allowed to keep coming in your life and stealing your energy. Because that's what they're really doing. They're really coming back in, stealing your energy. Or, and I've, see, I've seen it happen in my life. My exes would come back and have a conversation with me, and it'd be nice in the beginning. And at the end, I would be getting mad, and then they will ha, 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 and get off the phone. Uh-uh. Wow. Right, and yeah. I'm not good. I I refuse to do that, and I I learned it actually from my sister, and my sister, you know, has has ex husband. They have a very volatile relationship. They ended, and she said he doesn't get the, her last words. He doesn't get to bless his his ears with my voice because he did me wrong. And when she said yeah. that, it's it kind of settled in my soul, and I said, that's right. Why would I keep giving him my energy and throwing it? It's like throwing it to swine, really. It really is like throwing it out there, let them eat it up, and then you're, you're miserable. You know what I'm saying? But that's better for her, too. Yes. Him yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. He doesn't deserve her energy no. or to hear her voice, but she deserves not to spend her energy yes. on that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, um, one thing I could say is that it, it, as, as we said, it took me a while, that last piece that you just said, it took me a while to wake up because you're always, you know, even though you break up, you're still fighting back. And I, that's how I was, you know, going yep. back. Still want to hear them mm-hmm. talk to you. Mm-hmm. Still want to and something yep. nice, feel yep. good, and, you yep. know, and it has been like that, you know, going back, going back, just to connect again, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it, it leaves you more traumatized, it leaves you more hurt, it leaves you more frustrated, you sure. know, and I, you have to make a choice, you have to reach that point that you say, yeah, enough is enough, right. you know, exactly, enough exactly. yeah. It really is. Now let's talk about friendships because I've had a couple friend friendships end recently. Okay. Don't they pop back in, Edna? They try to. And I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, listen, I went to China, okay, and um, I, you know, this was a, a, it was something that came up and I was like, okay, I'm taking this opportunity. I stayed there a whole year and I learned so much from them being friends with them, you know, with the Chinese, with, with, in learning, you know, their culture. I learned so much from them. Um, they, they said a couple of things to me that, um, rang so very, like it gave me goosebumps when they said it. Like I had someone had given me something and I said, Oh, thank you. And they looked at me like, why would you say thank you and we're friends? And I, and I thought, and I'm going, that doesn't make, it didn't compute to me because I was American. 
It didn't compute to me. And he had to explain, listen, we're friends. Friends don't say thank you. They do out of the kindness of their heart. And it's automatic. So yes. it, we understand. And he says, and this is a great thing. He says, we understand your language. Like, and I said, yeah, I know it's English. He goes, no, your love language. I know you don't give gifts. I give gifts. I know what yours is, is that you like to, you know, do for other people. So I know that, you know, I don't have to ever say thank you because you're always going to teach me English. You, you know, you're always going to do for free, no matter what, you know. So I know that. And, and me, I am a gift giver, so I'm going to give you gifts in place of that. And it made so much sense. Now, coming to America, back to America. <laughs> you know. I'm a genuine, usually when I gravitate to another person, I am so genuine and, and my, my, I am so loyal. I stick to them. I, you know, if you talk about, if I stand next to somebody and they talking about them, I'm going in. Okay. I have, I have friends that I've had 20 something years and I may not even see them every day but when we get together it's like we saw each other yesterday or so you know you know like that so friendship to me is has to do with loyalty has to do with some type of integrity and honesty you don't have to tell me everything about your heart of hearts because our friendship kind of knows it you know like maybe you know like you may not ever say it but I know it does that make sense to you guys? Like, you may not ever say, and then one day you say, you know, I have to tell you this. And you be like, how come I know that? I already know that. You know, friendships, they, they de deserve you to, you to do some work. They deserve that. Um, they deserve, um, if we're all, like, say, if, like, um, I'll say for Melinda, um, Lizelle, you know I'm always bothering you, so I don't want to bother you. I say for Melinda, if um, we're friends, I know that you're writing, you wrote, you wrote a book or something, that and you're having something. I'm going to support you, and then you do the same to me. Well, what's that you do that? You know, when that doesn't happen, that's not a friendship. That's not a friendship. That's a usury you you're, you're using that person you know and you you know i've never in my my i can't even think of that in my whole vocabulary of being a friend to say i could use someone because i'm always looking at them first before myself which i have to kind of get out of you have to get out of that um not not so much but like you know i have to see about myself first as well as them not to see about somebody else um, and it's important that your, you know, that your friends are reciprocal. It, 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 you know, you shouldn't be the only one calling. You shouldn't be the only one texting. You shouldn't be the only one, you know. I don't, I don't see my friend at my events, but she sees me at, or he sees me at his events. It shouldn't be that way. It's a partnership, just like everything else, right? Yes, that's a great one. Tweetable partner. Friendships yeah. are partnerships. Tweetables. That's a tweet. Right? Everybody contributes. It's a partnership. I like that. Yes, I like that. I'm going to tweet that. I'm going to tweet that. Friendships are partnerships. I like it. What do you say, Lizelle? Um. Well. You know me. I am cool down the door, smiling, laughing. You know, just give me a good laugh, and I would laugh all day. Um, I guess with this personality I have, I tend to be, how to put it, um, too open mm. where, you know, in the sense of people think that, oh, she's always mad and she's laughing, she's this, we could do what you want, you know, that's kind of way treat her, she, you know, that's, she wouldn't do nothing, she would just laugh, <laughs> but. That's, you're dangerous though, you're like, dangerous, you're dangerous. You're very dangerous. I have to realize that um, <laughs> I have to be careful because, mm -hmm. um, like, when my daughter put the, put the magazine and she said, 
my mother on in front of a magazine and ting, Papa Yoya, what is this? You know, yes. she, they, I, was, I didn't even know she was going to do that because I wasn't going and put it up on Facebook because there's so many, you know, who always talking, who always say this, say that, da, da, da. You know, there is always some negativity. So sometimes most of the things I do, I don't put it up on Facebook, you know. Um, because you think that people will be smiling with you and laughing with you, and yet when you, you know, they're slashing you left, right, and center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but, um, I don't study these things, you know, I don't, I just try to be careful with what I say, because yes. at one point in time in my life, I thought everybody was my friend. I thought something would happen to me. This is my good years. Something would happen to me. Mm -hmm. And I would tell if it's twenty friends, the whole twenty friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's me. That was me. Had different views from people, and mm -hmm. then they would say, "Girl, okay, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, I, I will keep being prayer. You know, keep me posted. What going on? And then eventually, I got tired because I said, "But wait." I have to keep all these people posted. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to see yourself way back then. What yes. is the up? And eventually I say, nah, this can't be right. Yeah. But let me tell you nothing what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. They want to know what's going on with me. But they're not saying what's going on with them. Yeah. Even if they are hiding the most juicy part yeah. <laughs> and tell you what they want to tell yeah. you. And I eventually, I got kind of tired, and I stopped, and I kept silent, and I just said, you know what, sometimes I, I, I you know, I share something, and then it mightn't be the way how it come across, and mm -hmm. then you, you had to hear it from somebody else that you shared something, yeah. and then I said, what? And then you said, wait, that person do that to me, boy? And I, and I, they come and sharing things with me, and I keeping it to myself, and I just share something with them, and it going all over the place, <laughs> you know. So these are the it's the worst. It is. I have to adjust, you know, and really think because I am a, I know I'm a good friend. I know I could keep things in yeah. secret. I know that you know because I'm always bubbly, smiling, always cool, easy going. That is me. Yeah. Um. But sometimes you don't get that back in return. Yeah. You know, so it's hard to find somebody mm -hmm. who mesh with you, you know. Yeah, but we always got to work, got to think about where got to, we can't find someone. We can't dig them up. We can't yeah. dig them up. Because uh, that's what I was doing, finding people, finding. Yeah. Digging them yeah. up. <laughs> digging them up out of the grave, you know. Uh-uh. You got to, they got to be drawn to you. They got to draw to you. That's the whole yeah. thing. The, uh, the, if you want a friend, be a friend, and that person will be drawn to you. That's just it. I mean, uh, the friends that I have right now, I can count them on my hands like this. <laughs> you know, like, and they, and guess what? And guess what? They're drawn to me. That's a different thing. They're drawn to exactly. me. I have long-term friends. This is how many I got. I may have this many that are me because not many people like me. You know, dang that. They don't. Yes, eventually the less... <laughs> The list um, gets shorter. Yes, it does. And especially if you're lining up, if you're aligning, if you're aligning, if you're taking care of yourself, you say that I'm seeing about myself, guess what they'll say? Okay, yeah. I'll see you in two years. You might even, not even, you might run into them at the store and they might go around the corner. When you say that you'd see you're, you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. say that, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Kiss it yeah. up. Yes, it's a done deal. You don't no nobody shows up. But let something happen traumatic. Everybody, girl, I heard you, I heard your husband, or you heard your boyfriend was a everybody would call you. But yeah. 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 But, yeah. They come in for the you know, it's like they come in for the landing, right? Yes, for blood. They're not there to help you. They just want to hear what, what just happened. Yeah. Exactly. They want the blood. They want the blood. Blood suckers. Yeah. They're blood suckers. That's what they want. I we, I wrote a book um, with another author, a friend of mine, and we talked about love zombies. And one of the friendships is the blood suckers. They come in for the bad news to get the blood, to get the blood. That's what they do. They yeah. come in and hit to see what the blood is all about, you know. And then 
But God forbid if you start you start getting a, a transfusion or something, it's over. Then you don't see them. You don't see them. You like you're getting better yeah. and everything. You don't see nobody. You don't see, like, what are, where are they? You don't see them. I you know? just want to share this um situation mm -hmm. when I was going to my apartment situation. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I never thought I would have do a GoFundMe. That was the least thing out of my mind. But it I did it. Right. And I got to see who was who. I got to see who really, you know, was there, who encouraged you, mm -hmm. whatever it is. I and now when I as I see it. I have to differentiate. I have to say to myself, but why did this person do this? Why did this person say this? Why, you know, and then it makes you think now, but you, you're thinking, okay, you thought this person was dear for you or, you know, as a friend would understand your situation and would not, you understand? But I mm -hmm. think whenever you're in a situation and you're, you need people to uplift you. You need people to bring you up. You don't need somebody to bash you and tell you where you went wrong and all these different things. You need people to have, okay, all right, you didn't do things the right way. You didn't do things, you didn't calculate the figures mm -hmm. to come up with a percentage or come up with the right amount to say, yes, this is the answer. You understand? Mm -hmm. You made mistakes. So sometimes it happens to all of us. But at that time, you get to see who really is there for you. Who yeah. really is standing you, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't want nobody to bring you down. You don't want that. You're already in a down position. So you want somebody who could lift you up, who could give you some sort of encouragement, who could boost you up and say, don't worry, it will be okay. God is good. Something to make you keep going. Yeah. You understand? And this is what you look for when you're in a situation. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Well, ladies, this has been really, this is my first show over 45 minutes. And I think it even needs more to be delved into. But we're going to keep it close. And I will definitely have you guys back. We're talking about something else differently. Or maybe we'll stay talk about the same subject. But I want to have you all back. Um, we're going to end this part of the show. and Because um, we have to get it aired. <laughs> Um, this is Edna J. White. I am your life purpose coach. And we have Linda. Say your name, Linda. Melinda Epstein. And we have Lisa Powder. And we're signing off. Thank you so much for listening Thank in on so Wounded much. to Wonderful.